My name is Summer Chetty, and this is Mom Rising, the podcast where you get to be with me in the amazing and the horrible, the very exciting and the totally dull. All of the ups and downs of life, and we'll move through it and rise together. Will you come rise with me? Today, we're going to start out by talking about starting. We are going to talk about why it's so hard to start something new and how you can make it over that beginner's hump. Now, I want you to think of that one thing that keeps coming back to you that you've always wanted to do and you just haven't done it yet. A lot of times our brain comes up with reasons or excuses or fun ways to procrastinate. That might sound something like, I'm going to start on New Year or Monday or when my child gets off to school, right? When I have more money, when, 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 we have tons of whens. Life might be crazy and there's always going to be excuses to not start. I help people to challenge their thoughts that keep them stuck. Okay, one of those thoughts is, There's never the right time. Just so you know, when I wrote this podcast, I had two sick kids at home. I had just gotten out of my own 10-day quarantine, and I was in the middle of recertifying for my life coaching, and there was a, a million other things that I wanted to stay on top of. I wrote it at that time, and I'm recording it a couple months later, but I'm still getting it out to you. Finally, you're going to have it. On this week, a couple months ago, Monday was supposed to be the day that I got out of quarantine. I had big plans to go back to the work, to the work, to work, and go to the grocery store. You know, after 10 days of not going to the grocery store, hallelujah, I'm so excited to go to the grocery store. I work from home, so quarantine did not stop me from working. But that day I was thinking that I'd have the whole house to myself and I'd be able to catch up on all those things that I've been putting off for that day when my kids were all supposed to be at school. Well, guess what happened? Two of them were coughing and didn't go to school. (laughs) I just wanted to crawl back in my bed and pull the covers over my head. And that's what I did. I went and got in my bed. After I took my oldest kids to school, I just pulled the covers over my head. And I didn't have a reason to be in bed. You know, I had a tiny bit of congestion from my own sickness. But there was no fever, no aches, no cough, no headache, nothing but congestion. So physically, I didn't have a reason to get back in bed. But I was feeling depressed. I was let down and bugged with life. The life that had promised me that I'd be able to get back to it that day. After sulking for a couple of hours and maybe dozing off here and there, I texted my 11 o'clock appointment to confirm. She confirmed with me and I was kind of bummed because I just wanted to stay in bed. But luckily I did not cancel with her Part of the reason I didn't cancel with her was because I had reminded her of my own 24-hour cancellation policy the week before. After pulling the covers back over my head for a second, I was like, okay, it's time to get ready. 
I jumped up, went and got in the shower, put a little makeup on and brushed my teeth. That was one of the best decisions I made because during that 11 o'clock call, I decided to start this podcast. So what's the big deal about starting? Some people are amazing starters. They start tons of projects. Some people actually finish those projects. Wow, right? Like me, I started this project a couple months ago and I'm hoping to finish it today. So our brains are amazing, efficient powerhouses that have a ridiculous amount of information weaving in and out of them every day. The brain maintains this efficiency by using the very least amount of energy possible. Conserving brain energy means conserving thoughts. This happens by creating what are called neuropathways. And I'm, I'm definitely not a neuroscientist, but I'm going to give you the lowdown on what I've learned about these neural pathways. You can compare the really strong neural pathways to like a big four-lane highway in our brain. Those are the thoughts that we've thought so many times that the path is just big and wide and beautiful and smooth. Okay, this is when we can go on autopilot to take action. But when we want to start something new, we have to begin thinking differently. That takes brain energy. It's not just easy because we have to fight against your brain wanting to get back on that smooth highway so it can do less work. Do those habits that you just already have set in place. But in creating this new pathway, your brain has to fight against that one and it also takes energy in creating a new pathway that's never been traveled. Sometimes that might feel like we need to get out a machete to create it. It's a lot of work. In the beginning, new thoughts feel foreign, unfamiliar, uncomfortable, and a lot of times scary. Now, I want to emphasize that these new pathways are created by thinking new thoughts, not just by physically doing anything. That's why creating new neural pathways doesn't require you to do something physically a hundred times, but it does require that you work at thinking new thoughts on purpose and not just falling back to your default. An example of this I found on YouTube and they created a bike to where if you turn it to the right, the bike actually, the wheel turns left. And they said that it was impossible to get on this bike and ride it without falling down, you know, unless you practiced or like it was just impossible. What the guy did to prove them wrong was that he envisioned himself for less than five minutes a day riding that bike. So he envisioned himself and created that neural pathway of moving the steering wheel to the right and having the tire go to the left. I guess it's not a steering wheel, right? It's handlebars. Whatever. But he got on and he rode it and he didn't fall down. Amazing. It was just because he took a couple weeks of practicing mentally. Awesome. Some of our current highway thoughts, those big neural pathways, are thoughts like, I don't have enough time, or I don't have enough money, or I don't have enough ideas. 
all these negative ones, right? I'm not smart enough, fast enough, strong enough. Some of you are thinking I'm not young enough and some of you are thinking I'm not old enough. Let's get this straight. You are enough. You are enough. That's the neural pathway we all have to create, that we are enough. I have enough and I am enough. Now let's tackle the fear of failure. This is another highway that all those other thoughts kind of lead up to. And it totally holds us back. Fear of failure, for me, seems like it's kind of gotten a little bit easier because of my life coach training, okay? It's helped me change my definition of failure. Now, I have this definition that is failure only exists if I don't try. Because each time I try, whether I succeed or, air quote, fail, I have succeeded just because I tried. So let me repeat that. Each time I try, even if I fail, I've succeeded. Trying is succeeding. Okay, how freeing is that? That means that I can try anything, and now it's so much less scary to fail. It sounds easy, but it takes a little work, right? Okay, the third thing that I want to touch on is self-doubt. Did I have self-doubt about starting this podcast? I totally did. That's why it took me so long. I could have avoided all of that feeling of self-doubt and easily stayed in my comfort zone, not trying something new. It would have gotten me out of this discomfort, the discomfort of recording, figuring out how to edit, and putting it all out there. But I would have been stuck with that other kind of discomfort that is not fulfilling my desires, not evolving, and not growing, and ultimately of just shrinking. I choose instead to move through that self-doubt and fear. I choose to evolve my brain and my life. Now I say that having written this several weeks ago and just barely recording it. So obviously I'm not perfect on this journey, but we learn and we live and we try and we learn some more. The last thing I wanna talk to you guys about is being your own compassionate mentor. This is magic. It's loving yourself and committing to yourself. So the way that looks in my own brain is by me telling myself things like, of course you're gonna doubt yourself. Of course you're gonna be afraid. You've never done this. Trying new things is scary. You're doing something amazing. You're doing something you're afraid of. Is it possible you'll fail? Yep. Is it worth the risk? Yep. (laughs) This is so much different than how I used to talk to myself. I'd believe all of my thoughts that held me back. Those thoughts that were trying to convince me that I wasn't good enough. If you're having a hard time getting started, or if you're having a hard time getting yourself out of those programmed thought patterns that keep you stuck, you're welcome to set up an exploration call with me. I'd love to help you move forward on your dreams. Just by doing this new podcast, I'm creating new neural pathways. I'm learning and I'm growing, 
my confidence is going to start building. It's going to continue to grow each time I do it with repetition. Repetition of that thought that I'm a podcaster. And the same is true for you. It'll be uncomfortable to begin your process, whatever it is you want to change. But your confidence is going to grow every time you repeat that new thought. It's going to grow and grow until it feels automatic. The best part is that you get to choose your thoughts. That totally takes practice, and I'm still not perfect at it yet. But you can begin to start choosing your thoughts and getting rid of, or at least saying, hey, I'm not going to listen to those other thoughts that are so negative. You get to choose the ones that you want to keep and the ones that you want to reprogram. That's a game changer. So I'm going to ask you again, what have you been thinking about doing for the last several months or years and keep saying, oh, one day I'd like to, I'd love to hear about it in the comments. Also, I would love to help you start and finish that project that you keep pushing off to tomorrow because really there's no need to push it off any longer. As for me and this new podcast, yes, it's something new. Yes, it's something I'm afraid of. Yes, I have self-doubt about it and it might fail, but here's the showing up even when I'm scared. Yay. So today we learned that we can practice new thoughts. My new thought was I'm a podcaster and I have a podcast. Two, we can change our definition of failure. The only way to fail is not trying. Trying equals success. Three, walking through fear and self-doubt is possible. Four, you can advocate for yourself. Choose intentionally to talk to yourself in a way that's comforting, lifting, and encouraging. That all takes practice. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm excited to have you along with me in this process of my own learning and trying to figure things out. I'll talk to you next week. And if you enjoyed this, don't forget to subscribe. <laughs>